This episode of Chasing Dreams is sponsored by the brand new podcast, Your Personal Hype Man with Amy J. For more information, please visit yourpersonalhypeman.com. Hi, my name is Wolf and you're watching Chasing Dreams with Amy J. Welcome to Chasing Dreams Podcast with Amy J. Amy believes that realizing a life without regrets is achieved by taking chances, chasing your dreams, making moves, and overcoming your doubts. The Chasing Dreams Podcast will help you overcome life's obstacles, believe in your potential, and inspire you to face your fears. And now here's the woman who is passionately pursuing her dreams, Amy J. Dream Chasers, this is Amy J. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode 218 of Chasing Dreams. It is Women's History Month, guys. And as usual, I bring you an amazing woman who is doing amazing things. And this time is no different from the past guests we've had. Wolf is here. She is a friend mm-hmm. of the family. She has family that had been on the show. Her brother, most recently, her dad was on, I want to say last year, the year before, like 194, something like that. Um, But it wasn't that long ago. And so I am so stoked to have them on. As soon as I saw what she was doing, I was like, you know what? She has to be on the show. And even more so, I thought it was fitting to have you fit in to Women's History Month because you're a new generation setting a tone Mm -hmm. early on, Wolf. Do you realize that? (laughs) Yeah, it's beautiful. Like, I'm grateful for all the women that have paved the way, especially my mom making this possible for me. Yeah. So let's talk about that a little bit, because usually on my show, I have guests. And my first question is, hey, what did young so-and-so want to be? I can't. You're young. (laughs) You're still young. Um, Yeah, that's funny. Uh, Yeah, I I am um, 18. I just turned last month. I'm a Sagittarius. But um, I actually did have different dreams when I was younger. Um, I, and I I still, I still kind of have those dreams, but what's great about my, my job and my passion is that I get to explore all of like those past dreams that I've had, like my top and you're probably going to laugh. I get, it's kind of random, but when I was younger, I wanted to be a CIA agent and (laughs) really like the whole criminal. It's so interesting, like how criminals think. Um, and I, I was really passionate about that. I think from seeing Zero Dark Thirty, directed by Kathleen, Kathleen um, Bigelow. And um, so I, I really just been into like that, that criminal thing, especially because my dad, my dad's history of being in uh, law enforcement. So when I was younger, wanted to do that. So when you were younger, you had these kinds of dreams, right? But mm-hmm. then, you know, when Travis Jr. was on, he was talking about how you inspired him and he kind of wanted to follow you in your footsteps of being an actor, but you kind of changed, you pivoted on him yes, and went a different direction. But what did, what was it about acting that kind of intrigued you initially mm-hmm. to even want to go down that path? Hannah Montana. <laughs> um, oh, I was a okay. really big fan of Hannah Montana. Like I think the whole best of both worlds concept was very intriguing to me. Um, so I had a, I was talking with my grandmother 
And I told her how I wanted to be Hannah Montana and they're very supportive. So they bought me Hannah Montana guitar, um, <laughs> dance floor. Everything was Hannah Montana at one point of my life. I was even Hannah Montana for Halloween. Nice. And I, I put on a blonde a wig. wig. Yes. A wig. You, a wig. Wig. you can't be Hannah Montana a wig. The blonde hair is a character trait. So I had that. And um, like they were supportive of me. And from that, um, I ended up doing my first job called First Moon Party, which is a period commercial. And um, I realized being on that commercial, what was more intriguing than anything was behind the scenes. Like the fact that these people were putting like their imagination on the screen. And um, that, that was just really interesting, like putting your mind so someone else can watch it. So from there, um, I was look, I was researching on like Wikipedia, Google, just you know all the resources at home, and started creating from an iPod five, and now we're in LA, and it's, it's really cool. <laughs> That's wild. So, guys, she went from coast to coast. The Wolf family entirely went coast to coast, from east to west, and uh, you know, I I love your family because of how supportive you guys are and. You're the epitome mm-hmm. of dream chasers, all of you, right? Mm-hmm. And the fact that you guys have such a supportive family to uproot you from Philadelphia to LA because mm-hmm. that's probably the best environment for you uh, is inspiring. Not everybody has that. But yeah. you didn't let LA, you didn't wait for LA. I mean, you were doing stuff in Philly too, right? I mean, I'm oh, iPod sure. 5. <laughs> iPod 5, it's so much, um, you know, that concept of community is something I'm like rooting myself in. I've always been rooted in it. I mean, and it started from my family. That was my earliest form of community. But like all of my worldly worth, I'd say comes from the community of Philadelphia. Like the support, like supporting a 14 year old girl um, in her dreams. Like we, we would network and like, you know, people were actually taking me serious. And not that I don't expect them not to, because um, because regardless our age, like our, our work is valid, our passions and dreams are always valid. It just, I do think like a man-made concept time and all that. But um, just the fact that so many people were able to look above that and even be inspired by that. Um, like Philadelphia is my family and we definitely started from from there. And we'll always carry that with us. What's impressive is you're right. I mean, if somebody told me that they were taking a 14-year-old girl seriously, one, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, I am so impressed. But I'd be impressed because normally people don't take teenagers seriously. Right. And that's a reflection of Philly, honestly. Respecting a 14-year-old girl's ethic, that's a reflection of their heart and who they are. So mad respect to my city. (laughs) I lived in Philly for a bit, so I, I do have respect. Really? It was my second home for about three years. So love for Philly. Uh, mm-hmm. But you guys made the most of it. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. Philly was a part of it. But you guys definitely were chasing minute to minute. I mean, you guys were always doing something, it seemed like. And you started a production company initially, Beauty Scene Productions, right? Yes, that's my first. That's my company, my baby. That's where it all started. That's where but- it all begins. <laughs> That even began from a YouTube channel that I created called Beauty Scene 13. See, it's all like, a, it was really a journey because at first I thought like I was a, a beauty, a beauty vlogger on YouTube. Um, it was popular, still is. 
Yeah. I just, I think back to those days, um, cause you know, my mom and I would make these videos together on iMovie and, um, like I, I would, I would be breaking out. I was 13 going as adolescents. So we would do these videos on like, um, health and you know, how to get rid of your pimples, but it's, it was just so funny looking back at it and I almost cringe. <laughs> um, but that beauty scene productions, the name of it came from beauty scene 13, uh, which was beauty. Cause we thought we were, you know, beauty, um, a beauty channel scene because of the acting scene and in 13 because that's when I had the idea a 13 year old with a production company y'all don't tell me you can't chase your dreams this God is good God is good and he is but to those who are faithful and you, you're doing what you do I mean mm-hmm. so you you go to LA you've done a number of things and filmmaking isn't the only thing you've done you've also been a speaker on some stages at an early age, right? So can you tell us a little bit about that? What was that like? And where were you? Sure. Um, So I, uh, besides from um, like visuals, I do love to speak and share, I guess, because I'm, I'm expressive, right? Like in my art, I I aim to express and inspire. So um, when we released um, my first fr- p- couple of projects in Philadelphia, we would tour to different schools, different clubs. And um, it was fun. Um, I think my first, like I remember my first big one where it was 90 minutes at community at a community college in Philadelphia. And I was very anxious about having to entertain and engage an audience for such a long amount of time. Like, am I going to run out of what to say? Am I going to be boring? Um, and you know, those, those fears I think are, are natural. We're just trying to protect ourselves, but, um, walking on that stage, I think after, and this happens after almost every engagement, like just letting go of whatever you had planned that script and just basically going off of your feeling and emotion. Like, um, that's just what I, I went by. And it, I think that made it a success every single time, just letting go and being in the moment, being present. Um, and just feeding off of like the different energies in the crowd. So um, that that's what that was like. And it's still like that for me to this day. Like even right now, like before this podcast definitely had my anxious, you know, and I would, but it gets better and better as the marathon continues. Well, so. I'm sure. I'm sure. You know, it's like exercising a muscle, right? Gets stronger and stronger. The more for you work sure. it, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Like muscle memory. Yeah, for sure. So you start uh, Beauty Scene Productions. That's not your current one. In February, or maybe end of January, you just launched Ivy Sky Pictures. Yeah, my second baby. Your second <laughs> baby. Why, mm-hmm. why create another production studio? So with Beauty Scene Productions, I feel like... Um, like being a teenager and, you know, I'm still am, but that was more so that part of my life was figuring out, um, you know, who I am as an artist and even identifying as an artist, because I I just now I'm starting to identify as an artist. Um, And it was like a lot of trial and error. And I wasn't too sure of who I was. It was a lot of experimentation. And that still is the case to like to this day, but with Ivy Sky Pictures, um, I think I've found what I want to use my art for, like the type of art I want to create. And it's more founded on the principles of like experimentation and nurturing. Like Ivy Sky really, our main intention is to nurture the artist. 
um, integrate. So with breaking off into Ivy Sky Pictures and stepping into 18 and just adulthood, it's a whole whole new feeling. It's like I'm grown now, like being legal, um, like all these new freedoms. You know, I mean, I'm just 18, not 21 yet. Maybe I'll create a third one at 21. I don't know. But (laughs) um, it just feels brand new. So I want to start that with a new company as well. So it's almost like a next evolution. Yeah, like the next step. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. So you've done a lot of different things. You've written, you've started, you've directed, you've (laughs) produced. So you've, you've had a feel for all these different roles on the movie set, so to speak, what, which do you like most and which mm-hmm. do you don't mind doing, but you prefer not to? Mm-hmm. I'd say I, when it comes to being in production right now, I really love cinematography and directing. Um, and right now I've been having these conversations with different cinematographers and directors about like, which one am I kind of like, am I a director or cinematographer? But they're, they're very much, they have a relationship. Like they're very much one, um, anything visual and create like creative directing. I'm in love with that right now as well. Um, I don't mind, I don't mind being in front of the camera though. I kind of do mind it actually. <laughs> um, I mean, I will do it to support a friend. Um, absolutely. But for me to be in front of the camera, I- I'm just so in love with how things look. I'm you prefer so, the I love back. aesthetics. You prefer to be behind the scene than in front. Is that exactly fair to say? Yeah. And when it comes to the writing aspect, I know my strengths and weaknesses. And I feel like with writing, I have really good concepts, but I, I want to get to the place where I'm able to give that to someone and let them write it. And then we together strip from there to make it more close to the vision. Cause writing is, um, writing, <laughs> writing is different. <laughs> right. Regardless of the medium, writing is a struggle for a lot of people. Y'all it can be stories. It could be an article. It could be a screenplay either way. Yeah. I think the vibe is the same. You gotta have, you just gotta love it. I think. To do mm-hmm. it. just gotta love it but you I know it's very it. it's very um <laughs> ahead of your time for you to already know your strengths and weaknesses i think a lot of people who chase their dreams struggle with that and before they accept it they they fight against it right they fight yeah. against what people say what people kind of do you've been lucky because you kind of had a very supportive family but did you ever get that third party voice that was like hey you should be something stable. You know, mm. entertainment industry isn't the most safe or stable job you could have. Did Was there anyone who was kind of, you don't have to name names, but did you ever feel that? Hmm. That is interesting. I think I've, I've definitely, those thoughts do cross my mind sometimes less and less as I get, as I like um, receive signs. I like, to believe from, you know, God in the universe, just like coincidences. I take them as signs. Um, but for sure, like entertainment is not at, like entertainment is not at all stable. And I think it's because it's a lot of change. It's a lot of evolution. Like what people are attracted to that changes. Um, so you're in a field that's like constantly evolving. You have to keep up with it. Um, but I think, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm still exploring this concept too, but what's keeping me grounded in it is 
um, not attaching myself to any one person or company, even like attaching myself to Ivy Skies or like any one thing. Like I think attaching yourself to like a mission or a purpose is probably the best way to go when working in any field, really, but especially entertainment, because you'll get opportunities or chances that really don't align with who you are as a person, your character. And it's up to you to decide like, um, you know, am I going to take this or, and because I'm low on like money right now, or am I, you know, so you just have to kind of trust, like build, design something for yourself to work off of. Um, and that's, that's kind of what I do, like not attaching myself to anything that's, that's yeah, not that, infinite. So there was, and I'm trying to find it as, as we're talking, because what you just said is actually so deep. The the part about <laughs> attaching yourself to any one thing and um, yeah, the best career advice that I can give don't ever attach yourself to a person, place, or a company, mm-hmm. an organization, or a project. Attach yourself to a mission, a calling, a purpose only. That's how you keep your power and your peace. And it's worked pretty well for me this far. That was Erica Williams Simon who said yeah. that. So I just heard about yeah, that. Yeah, like, that was inspired. That What I said was inspired. I didn't know who said it. I saw the quote on Instagram um, and that really touched me. So that's exactly like what I'm pulling from. Um, What's her name? I would love to know who this woman is. <laughs> it's Erica. I'll, I'll message you. It's Erica yes, Williams please. Simon. Okay. But yeah, I think I put it on my highlight um, Insta story the other day. And so, you know, because it just resonated with me. But it, you know how many years it took me to figure that out? I mean, the fact that at 18, you got that at least. And you, you'll probably struggle with the back and forth of that concept. But that yeah. you've been hit by it and felt something for that. Those words is like. Yeah, it's like she articulated exactly, um, you know, what, what we think. And that, yeah. that's amazing, too. That's also why I respect writers. because, And that's why I'm so attracted to visuals, because it can be very difficult to articulate what I'm thinking. So, like, when I... It's something to appreciate when, like, someone is able to, you know, di- to put it in a way that yeah. other people can digest. Absolutely. So in the in the storyboarding you you were talking about how you like you're a visual person and you love cinematography you you don't necessarily love the writing but you like to see it in the form right your idea put into words so of that process right is there is there one part where you look forward to it so I imagine for me it would be like storyboarding and seeing the vision kind of in frame form yeah miss amy you're right it's it's definitely so i personally don't draw it's not like it's the concept of storyboarding so i'm very excited when um an artist approaches me with a song um this has happened recently and like they have the song and the song is kind of works as the script right the lyrics the the chords it's like some type of emotion and then from there they say like one phrase that they really want to focus on and then from there, um, I can go on Instagram, Google images, and like I'll have a concept, but like finding those images and um, like past works that have been made that kind of resonate with um, the song and um, like putting that in, a, in one, it's called a deck, like putting that in one place. And then um, it's, it's really amazing. And then um, like translating that to an artist is definitely my favorite part, especially because it's limitless. At that point, like there's um, we're not thinking about like the barriers or the boundaries. It's just pure idea. And then after the artist um, agrees 
and we both get to a similar place. Then from there, we're figuring out the technicalities, how to get it done. Mm -hmm. But that initial just like freedom. Oh my gosh, definitely. That's why I'm here on earth. (laughs) I can see the joy that you get just from the process. And this is really cool because this is the kind of passion I guys, if you're listening, this is the passion we want for you. This is the passion you should be feeling. Even if it's not full time, you can do it part time. And Mm -hmm. To do that. I mean, so, well, as you've been working with different people, artists, actors, actresses, right? Is everyone you work with full time? Is there everyone I'd work with full time? One person. Um, I think right now with Ivy Sky Pictures, I'm able to start identifying that. Like my intentions for 2020 is to really find that that tribe of people mm-hmm. that I would love to continue working with in the future but a lot of um my longevity like my long-term co-workers I feel like they're in Philly right now Mm -hmm. um just because um they really know who I am like we've I've grown with Philadelphia like when I was young so like Darian Woodard is someone that is a long-term collaborative he's also 17 no he's 18 we're both Sagittarius (laughs) um shout out to you um it's someone I definitely like want to work with consistently, but I'm putting out this year, like finding more of, of those people. But you, um, in your experience or soon to be experienced, or maybe you've seen it, there are people mm-hmm. working full-time and part-time or even just in between gigs. Is there such a thing as only a one type of entertainment employee? Hmm. Cause I think, I think, cause I yeah. think the struggle that people have is if I don't do this full-time, I could never do it. Hmm. Like, if you had to go to school, would you still be a filmmaker in your spare time as a hobby as a, in the evenings? You know what I mean? That's so interesting because um, I and it, it's intriguing because I have a, a friend right now that's kind of facing that. It's like going to school and having a passion or going to work or like having a, a life to provide a, a family to provide for. Then also having this burning passion. Um and I guess your question is, can you do both? Yeah. I, I mean, I personally can't speak for it because this is all I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, to be honest, like I have no, I don't really have a vision of raising children right now. Like I feel like, as you see, I call my companies my babies <laughs> um, in, in that sense. But I think, I mean, what I'm getting is... Um, it's, it is about time management, right? Like, what are we delegating our time to? Yeah. Um, for me, okay, here it is. So when I was in middle school, this is when the passion started to first arise. And that was pretty difficult, like focusing on school, especially I'm, I should be a 12th grader. I graduated early just so I can really focus on this passion. But it would take, I guess, sacrifice, like um, not sleeping. I would work on school during the day. And then during the night, I would be um, editing Beyond My Skin, like my personal projects. And I would sleep, I would exist on three hours of sleep. (laughs) And that was the situation for a long time. But it didn't even feel like, it didn't feel like I was sleep deprived or I wasn't complaining because it's really what I wanted to do. You were living on your passion. I was living on my passion. I think Steve Jobs, um, he went through a, I don't know if you read this as well, but he didn't sleep and he felt sick. Because you do have to take care of your human self. But um, I think if it's truly what you love and you feel like you can't, like, we're still temporary. 
um, like you'll make it work. We're especially women. Like we just we just make it work. Just make <laughs> so, it work. So I gotta yeah. ask, you know, just because it's Women's History Month, right? You know, with the Oscars and the controversy of no women having been nominated at all, let's talk mm-hmm. about women directors who have inspired you, whether it's movie, film, animation. Who who's right now kind of a role model, a mentor for you, whether personally or just from afar? Yeah, personally, someone who's really inspiring me right now, her name is Shalde India. And she is, uh, I believe she's 28 years old now, but seeing her like grow and use social media to her full advantage to get to getting her work out there, especially because she is a black woman um, and what she stands for and how consistent and like her character and her values and her work. It's so inspiring to see. And um, like, I just have nothing but respect for her. Like with Sade, I would only reach out to her if I feel like the project aligns with her values as an artist. Do you have her her handle if we wanted to look her up? I do. Yes. Um, I can email, I can message it to you, but on Instagram, I do believe she's Shadi India. She owns the Red Futon and that's her apartment. Um, she, it's like a creative space she's made in her apartment to help other artists. Um, it's like, if they need a space to create, then they can use her apartment space and it's for all kinds of people. Like it's just a safe space to be expressive and what you want to say. Um, she really inspires me. <laughs> That's awesome. Guys, we'll get that link on the, in the show notes page. So check that out. Anyone yeah. else? Um, and then I guess on like higher calibers, um, for a lot of photography is uh, exquisite. I is someone I look up to. She's a photographer on Instagram. Uh, well, she's a photographer and I follow her work on Instagram. Um, Issa Rae, she's hilarious. I love how free she is. You know, that's great to see. Uh, Avery DuVernay, of course. <laughs> I've met her. I've had the honor of meeting her a couple times. And her presence is just so groundbreaking. <laughs> um, so many. So many. I could send you a link. Yeah, send, send me the link. link. Guys, I- I'm going to share her inspirations. If you guys want to check it out, see who she's supporting and who she recommends, definitely do that. Especially these fabulous women. Because mm-hmm. I know a few of them and they are doing amazing things. Like mm-hmm. Issa Rae's journey is also a dream chaser's journey. She, mm-hmm. from YouTube to HBO to movies. How much? Mm-hmm. She got like two movies coming out, I think, this year alone already. I that believe I know it. Of. Really? Which ones? What are Photograph they and uh, yeah. Lovebirds. Right. Oh, I'm so excited. She's so funny. It's, it's going to be... This is the thing. This is the year of the woman, guys. Support them. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I do have to ask a question because you talked about cinematography earlier. So I'm going to divert a little bit. It's not women related. Sorry, guys. But did you ever watch 1917? I haven't. Isn't it Oscar nominated? So it did win for cinematography. Okay. And I want, I'm going to send you a link and I'll put it in the show notes, guys. There's this link to how they filmed it. Because when I watched that movie for the first time, Mm-hmm. I could not stop trying to figure out how they made this movie a continuous shot. Ooh, it's and one I, continuous shot? It the entire like film? It. It's not. Oh, okay. But it feels like it. Like, I'm looking yeah. and I'm like, when did they, how did they get the camera? I just, 
what did and you're just Insane. amazed by it and I just and my sister felt the same way because I was like did you watch it she's like I did how did they I was like, I don't know <laughs> she found this uh behind the scenes shot I'm gonna send it to you because I as someone who's into filmmaking I think you would be interested but yeah. I was just so amazed by that and I was like oh he absolutely has to win for cinematography because it was phenomenal. It's groundbreaking the way you're describing it. I've been hearing conversations about this film. I haven't I haven't watched a lot of the Oscars um, movies this year just because I've been building Ivy Sky. Mm-hmm. Um, but 1917, uh, that's on my list. That sounds crazy. I love stuff like that because I, I feel like it's might. very close to life. Yeah, I feel like it's close to life. Just like it's all one, you know, one pair of eyes. Yes. We're not jumping around. So that's really cool. And that's how I felt. And I, I feel like I got to watch Parasite now because it won like what four awards and whatnot. So I, I think yes. I, like I got to see that. So check out what that's doing. Anyway. For sure. Our right. Asian community is thriving. <laughs> Love to see it. So let me come back to, to what you're doing, though, because you started Ivy Sky Pictures. You're working on it. And what does 2020 look for you? Do we have projects in the pipe? Are we working on something? Mm-hmm. What's 2020? 2020 is very so for Ivy Sky. 2020 is very expressive. I I think and I I feel it and I know it because um, since the year has began, it's been great to get projects back to back that are supporting the idea of being free um, and designing and uh, conceptualizing from scratch. It's very exciting. That's uh, what. 2020 looks like for Ivy Sky. And because we're new, it's it's really, um, you know, the logistics of it all as well. So like the paperwork agreements, like protecting your company. Um, but personally, just because I feel like um, they're intertwined, um, it's like this year, 2020 for me looks like ownership. So really um, like what it means to own something, like to be a young adult, owning your money, owning yourself, like making decisions, saying yes, saying no. Especially I read this quote, um, Yara Shahidi, and I might slightly misquote it, but she said, um, the power to be a woman is to understand the, the, your powerful yes and the groundbreaking um, no. Like how groundbreaking it is to say no, how system like destructing it could be to say no, but also how powerful and lovely and inspiring and amazing yes can be. And I just, I love that. And I think that's what I'm understanding in 18 too. Like I'm allowed to say no. And especially with Ivy Sky, like we're allowed to turn down. We're also allowed to cultivate and grow. Sure. Um, I'm so excited, man. <laughs> it's going to be exciting. I'm, I'm like, I'm excited for you. And I just, Thank especially you. now that you listen, it's very hard for all of us. And listen, guys, it's very hard for all of us to say no. And that yeah. quote is exactly why we need to say no and be selective when we say yes. Yeah. No gives yes our value, right? Oh, girl, that's <laughs> deep. There you go. That was the one. Is there a medium you're looking forward to trying out? Um, virtual reality. Ooh. And I think a lot of filmmakers are, I mean, at least, I don't know. <laughs> Just as a filmmaker, I'm very intrigued by that concept of virtual reality because it's so brand new. And I, But there's also like, I guess, scary aspects of it because I, like my top question when it comes to virtual reality, like as it advances, and um, 
like we're be, we're literally beginning to like transport. I feel like right. If you <laughs> if you put virtual reality your glasses on, yeah. you put on your sense the sensory, and it's really advanced, and you're in like a whole different uh, a whole different place in space. It's an illusion, but like, can you experience like PTSD from virtual reality, mm. or can you fall in love in virtual reality? Like, it's just because you're really manipulating all of the senses. So things feel extremely real. So I'm very excited about that. And I don't know how much it's going to progress um, until the end of my life, but I hope I get to see like the, like just the, like the, the peak of it. Like I'm so excited. That's a brand new field. There's so much that can be done. Like we can help the disabled. We can give people experiences that they, you know, otherwise would not have had. Um, so I'm, I'm just all ready for that, that medium. I feel like it'll have this impact of, have you seen videos of people who get colorblind glasses? I, I understand the concept. I haven't seen it though. Just, you can probably YouTube or even just do a Google search. This stuff will like get you teary eyed because Ooh. of the impact technology has on these people. And I feel like virtual mm-hmm. reality for what you said, right? For the disabled, for those who are unable to do certain things. This could also have a similar kind of impact because it can change their reality and give yeah. them at least a few minutes of something they've been wishing for. Yes, yes, exactly. Just a few minutes too. You just understand yeah. how delicate, like you know, these th- these things are. Um, you know, as source technology has its cost. It has its everything has its I think costs and um, you know I guess benefits. Um, but that's I think that's just living right. Yeah. And sure. I'm, I'm excited about it. Nice. All right. Well, it's time to get to know you just a little bit better. We're going to bust out the cards. We got the cards. Uh-oh. <laughs> I know. All right. We got five questions to get to know you just a little bit better. Hopefully they're not whack questions because some of the ones I've been selecting lately have been like, really? That's the question? That's the one. That's the one card I keep pulling up. Uh, okay. Question one. Which celebrity's life would you like to live for 24 hours? Which celebrity's life? Probably the baby. The baby, if you're familiar, he's a rapper. Very intrigued about his his lifestyle. <laughs> you were very quick with that answer, too. Yeah, I think because I just saw a video of him on Instagram. <laughs> so he's like fresh in my mind. But um okay. yeah. That's the baby, how you living? Yeah. 24 hours. You find out. All right. Some of these questions. All right. Hold on. What's your least favorite exercise? Least favorite exercise. Push-ups are so painful because they're long. They're long. Like the journey up. <laughs> the journey off the floor. And then you just come just to come back down and then to lift yourself back up. Well, I need you to do a plank. Talk about long. I need you to do a plank. Oh my gosh. And I don't it. need to do planks, Miss Amy. <laughs> Is it, isn't that the one? Isn't that, wouldn't that be the one that should be the worst? If push up. That's what I'm saying. Do a plank and you'll find, you'll switch your answer. Okay. okay. This is interesting. Question number three What household disaster happened to you lately? Ooh, household disaster. Well, I mean, on recently this summer, this is a little bit extreme, but LA, we, we tend to catch on fire and <laughs> my neighborhood, um, we had to evacuate because 
there was a fire in our area. The winds were very high. And um, like in, in LA, like if this, when the ground is dry because we don't get rain, when it's dry and it's hot and you have high winds, it's kind of like a match. So like our area was just catching on fire. Wow. So in the middle of the night, we heard um, someone knocking on the door and my mom heard this, but she, she ignored it. But then um, I forgot something happened. She got up and then we ended up having to pack our bags and leave within like 20 minutes. We went outside and it reeked of smoke and ashes were flying all over like our parking lot because we're in the apartment complex. Whoa. And we we drove off and we were safe. Um, our ho- our home did reek of like smoke. I think for like two days we weren't able to go back. But um, that was wow. the, the recent household, just like scare. Um, yeah, so I'm, you know, I grateful that, that we're safe. Praying for everyone who were, was affected by that because wow. that was intense. Yeah, that, I think that's fair. I think that's a fair one. All right, mm-hmm. no, especially number- from the East Coast. Did not expect that. <laughs> Go ahead. No, you don't expect. Uh, number four. What TV show are you ashamed to admit you watch regularly? Hmm. Brave of you to assume I watch stuff regularly. You know, I, admittedly, as I asked that question, my thought was, does she even watch TV? She's so busy working. <laughs> yeah, I don't. But you, the show you, have you oh, heard yes. of it? On Netflix. That, Mm-hmm. Have you have you seen it? By I any have chance? not yet. It's like it just got a uh, season three, though. I saw. Yep, twenty twenty one season three. I recommend it, especially if you've seen into like understanding with mm-hmm. you know interviews. The show it's a serial killer, and um, you you under you see you watch the show from the serial killer's perspective. Um, oh. So you're under you hear his thoughts and how he's rationalizing and how he really thinks that he's normal. And it's it's almost scary, um, and it's very close to home. Like season two is shot in LA, so it's like oh, like I know that store, and I know what they're talk, what they're referring to. So I really recommend it. It's a guilty pleasure show. Okay, um, but super interesting. All entertaining. right, that's fair. Yeah. Last question: Would you rather visit the zoo, the library, or an art museum? Zoo, art museum, or library? Yeah. Right now, I'd say the art museum. I like appreciating art. <laughs> Soon, your work will be in the museum. <sighs> Never know, right? Perhaps. Perhaps. Well, it has been nothing but a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much. How can these guys connect with you on the socials, on the interwebs? Mm-hmm. Where can they find you? So... You can find me on Instagram at Anaya Wolf, A-N-I-Y-A, Wolf. Um, and then our business is Ivy Sky Pictures. And our Facebook page is Anaya Wolf ISP. Um, our website is coming soon. But by the time this comes out, hopefully you can check it out at www.ivyskypictures.com. That's awesome. Guys, I will have all of those on the show notes page over at amyj 21 dot com slash episode 218 that's episode 218 (laughs) well thank you once again have a great day thank you so much for listening to chasing dreams amy would love to connect with you and hear all about your pursuit of chasing your dreams connect with her on facebook twitter or instagram via at chasing dreams hq or you can find amy on twitter at amyj21 That's A-I-M-E-E-J-2-1. 
Be sure to visit headquarters over at ChasingDreamsHQ.com for more inspiration, motivation, and resources to help with your own dream chase. We hope you'll join Amy next week. And until then, keep chasing. Chasing.